Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monica Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Thank you for joining me, and I'm excited to share with you all some um, information and learnings that I brought back from the Latitude Conference that um, Beyond Barriers attended last week. And first and foremost, it was um, invigorating, just um, uplifting experience to be at a conference that was 6,000 strong Latinos, executives, professionals, leaders in their industry, uh, talking about the Latino cohort and the enormous um, progress we have made throughout the years, as well as the data. The data that was shared at this um, conference was just phenomenal and really reinforcing the power behind the Latino cohort. And so I wanted to share it because this is important for everybody to know, because I'm one who, you know, a diversity, equity, inclusion expert who has always been sharing in the organizations that I worked at, the organizations where I had leadership roles of really bringing the story and the business case of why inclusion and diversity is so important. And walking away from the Latitude Conference and the report that the Latino Donor Collaborative um, released is exactly that data, the business case of why any organization, any company, any industry should be paying more attention to the Latino cohort. And so I wanted to share some of the findings because these are those nuggets of data and information that really catch the attention and raise the eyebrow of those individuals who may get left behind um, from a bottom line, from profits, from market share, from building better products. If you aren't really paying attention to what is going on um, with the Latino cohort, because what really happens a lot of the times is that this cohort can be dismissed or the misconceptions or the stereotypes or just the limited frame of reference that individuals have um, may cause you to miss opportunities um, that are going to be coming um, to the forefront very, very soon. And so I want to dive into it just to share a little bit uh, about the report itself. And this latest report on the economic growth of the U.S. Latino cohort is confirmation of the sheer dominance that the U.S. Latinos will have on the U.S. economy, on economy as a whole. And it's especially significant because most of the data, what it showed is that even in post-COVID, even though the Latino population was one of the cohorts that was shown to be impacted the most by COVID over the last couple of years, there was a theory and there was some thought that it was going to impact the overall kind of economic input, the, the GDP. But, you know, what it has really shown is that that's not the case at all. The report reflects that there is remarkable resilience for the U.S. Latinos, and they demonstrated, um, you know, that 
throughout history, the, the Latino cohort, the Hispanic cohort has been growing consistently. And it really does show this in the data. And when we really look at it, the positive economic trajectory is that the Latino cohort has accounted for nearly 80% of the net new additions to our labor force during the past decade, while also accounting for 52% of all net new employer businesses. And it's making our country's most prolific entrepreneurial cohort as well. And the other really important thing is that the Latino cohort is a very young cohort. The you know average age, the common age is 11 compared to 58 for the Anglo-Americans, 27 for African-Americans, 29 for Asian-Americans. And so when you really think about the combination of the population size of the U.S. Latinos and the youthful age and the dramatic growth in educational attainment of Latinos, That is really an ideal kind of perfect storm formula for the growth and the resiliency that's going to make the Latino cohort the foundation of the economy as it moves up. And so it was so interesting to learn about all of these things. And it's important for everyone to really pay attention, especially in in the business worlds of when you think about trying to build better products, build you know, better solutions, better, you know, um, gain market share, understanding, you know, who and where the money is, who is spending money, where it's being spent. You really need to pay attention to this cohort because the data is showing that by 2030, one third of the workforce is going to be Latino, Hispanic. And by 2050, one quarter of the U.S. population is going to be Latino, And by 2060, that number is estimated to be 30% of the U.S. population. So it's a significant number. And from a business perspective, whatever you are, whatever your industry, wherever you are focused, if you aren't paying attention to the U.S. Latino cohort, then you are going to get left behind. And when we think about, you know, the, the Latino GDP, it is significant the total 2020 economic output was $2.8 trillion, trillion with a T, and it represents 12% of the U.S. GDP. So that's a significant portion as well. So as a Latina, that makes me really proud because we can no longer be invisible to the, you know, um, to the companies that are creating products and services and things that are servicing, you know, the world or the U.S., they really need to start thinking about how are they going to capture that Latino market. And that positions us as individuals who are going into the workforce with a unique perspective and insight that we bring to the table that we that we where we can add value in our companies of really making sure that we are helping them capture marketplace that we are helping them create better products and solutions for um, our community for our people you as a as a latino latina latine individual have a unique perspective Now, that doesn't mean we can speak for everybody. We have to do our own research as well, but we're better plugged in. We better understand. We have um, a direct connection and, you know, resource at home uh, through our family, through our connections to understand what 
do they want? What do they need? What are the pain points that need to be solved for that maybe your organization or company can do? And so that is really important to take with you. And as a professional in the workplace, understanding that embracing your diversity, embracing that diversity of thought that you bring, especially when it, it is tied to a Latino cohort or to a, um, to a perspective that is growing and that needs to um, that needs to be paid attention to. So that is that was exciting for me to hear the data and to be able now to have something solid to go back and share with our leaders, you know, our product managers, our individuals who are creating solutions. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future-ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. And so when, you know, some of the other numbers were phenomenal of learning that from 2010 to 2020, the U.S. Latino GDP was the third fastest growing um, economy among the 10 largest GDPs. And it was two and a half or more than two and a half times the growth of non-Latino GDP. And so it was the fastest growing next to China and India. And since 2010, Latinos are responsible for 73% of the growth in the U.S. labor workforce, as I mentioned earlier. So there is no excuse for organizations to start asking, where's the talent? As a former head of diversity recruiting, when I used to get asked, where's the talent? We just can't find the talent. That is a myth. That is something that we have to blow out of the water and say the talent is out there. And the statistics are also showing that Latinos are gaining educational achievement and learning much faster, graduating and getting post-secondary education at a higher rate than non-Latinos. And so the pipeline for talent is ripe. And it is and it is there for individuals to bring. And so that really is a challenge for my colleagues and friends at other organizations who are recruiting um, into our, you know, big Fortune 500, Fortune 1000 companies that the talent is there. And so now these numbers that, you know, we hear that are, you know, single digit representation of Latinos in, you know, the workplace is an excuse now. There's there's no reason why you why you can't find talent. And now there is an extreme business need for Latino talent to really make their mark in the workplace of bringing those insights and bringing adding value and getting an understanding that Latino cohort and what it is that they need. Latino real consumption grew more than three times faster than non Latino consumption. 
And so that's important when you start thinking about retail, even in the in the financial industry and, you know, where you really need to start paying attention to, you know, who is spending the money? How are they how are they saving money? You know, what institutions are they leveraging? What brands do they trust? Who are they shopping? You know, where are they shopping at? What are they buying? All of these things of like, how are you making sure that you're catering to the Latino market? And so. I think that this was really, really important for business leaders, both, you know, Latino and non-Latino to really understand that, um, you know, it, you really need to drive and change the narrative, change that perception um, of the Latino community and its huge impact on the American economy. I was listening to S- Esther um, Aguilera, who was talking at the Latitude Conference of really thinking about, you know, needing to get, you know, Latino leaders everywhere um, and and challenging business leaders to lean in and learn more and dig into this Latino cohort and really understand and kind of demystify these misconceptions and the contradictory views of the Latino community. Because I've heard time and time again, when leaders are talking about, why aren't you paying attention to the Latino cohort? years ago, several years ago, it was like, well, they don't spend much or, you know, they, you know, aren't, they, they don't earn enough. They're not spending enough. But the reality is, is that they are gaining more and more wealth and they are consuming more at faster paces than any other cohort that there is. So it just makes business sense now. And this is where my fellow Latinos who are out there, in the workplace of understanding of how can you add value? How can you bring that perspective? And it makes me think of stories um, that we've heard in the past, right? I know when I was at Google, we, you know, back many years ago where when product inclusion was just an idea that people on the diversity team were trying to get, you know, leaders to pay attention to. And now once they've seen some of the results that come out of it um, and the market share and the market gain and, you know, just the impact on the bottom line, it's almost a no brainer. It's table stakes now that you, you, you know, work with, consult with the, you know, Latinos, the black professionals, the Asian professionals, the underrepresented groups in each of these organizations to make better products. I mean, I think about the one story that always comes to mind to me um, is, you know, flaming hot, Cheetos. Um, you know, it's one of the most popular snacks in America. And, and in recent years, the legend has grown as the word spread of how they were invented, um, which is Richard um, Montañez, a Mexican-American janitor at Frito-Lay, who went on um, to become a company executive. But he was a janitor, or the story that he tells, there's books that are coming out now. But the story that, you know, he shares is that he had an idea for, you know, Cheetos and to make them spicy for, you know, the Latino population. And he was bold enough to reach out and tell the story to the chief executive officer officer and they took off. And so, you know, it was, it was something that he knew that, you know, they would take the Cheetos, they would throw hot sauce on it, make them spicy. And he thought, what if they just made a product that was already spicy? And that is where, you know, that insight of like, what are some of the needs? What do they, what do the, what do Latinos enjoy? Like, how can you add value? And it's that difference of his perspective. It's that diversity of thought that creates better solutions, better products, 
it gives, it's a, it's really gives an advantage, right? It's like cutting edge thinking and thinking outside of the box. And so that is just one example of many things that, you know, have happened. I know work organizations like Google, where, you know, they really tapped into, um, you know, the Latinos, the black professionals, Asian professionals to help some of their products you know, understand, especially the, the, you know, the, the voice, um, the voice kind of list, the programs of understanding people with English as a second language, understanding accents, the voice recognition of making it better and having, you know, Latinos and non-native English speakers take it home, test it, make it learn better and creating a better product that off the shelves was getting all kinds of, you know, um, awards and accolades for being a better product. And that is because they are leveraging the diversity around them, the diversity of thought, and they are being inclusive of all underrepresented groups and creating those solutions. And so I wanted to just share today some of the, some of that data so that you could understand the impact and that it could maybe your eyebrow and make you curious to learn more and figure out where you need to start focusing, where some of the growth may be in kind of the, you know, what, you know, where, where it's like, rather than the usual suspect, it's like the unusual, you know, suspect of where, where can you tap into some of this growth early and capture that? Because, you know, we, we are striving, Latinos are really going to make an impact on this economy. And we are excited to see a world where Latino voices and perspectives matter in defining products, in defining services, in defining policies, a world where Latinos no longer are hoping for equal pay or career opportunity or hoping for a seat at the table. Latinos are loud and proud. I mean, I'm wearing my Latina Fuerte shirt that I learned that, you know, Target is carrying because organizations like Target and Bank of America and Nike and Wells Fargo and organizations that were there at the Latitude Conference understand the power of the Latino cohort. And so understanding that, like I said, Latinos should no longer have to hope for equal pay opportunities or having a seat at the table because this Latino cohort are starting to build their own tables and demand to be recognized because of the impact that they are having. It is impacting the bottom line and that's powerful. And so that is my PSA for the day of really taking this information, transfer of knowledge. That's what Beyond Barriers is all about. That's what I'm all about, of this transfer of knowledge so that we can be a better world, a more inclusive world, and really, you know, embrace people for the value that they bring and that diversity of thought. So to my fellow Latinos, um, this is exciting embrace your Latinoness, <laughs> it, it bring your whole self, bring that perspective and know that, you know, we too need to be paying attention to the, you know, wonderful diversity of thought that we bring and, and share it and transfer that knowledge and leverage it so that you can, you know, be more productive and help your organizations just be more inclusive. So Thank you for your time and listening. Um, the report, there's a link in our post if you want to dig down into um, 
the actual report that the Latino Donor Collective put out. Um, but I think you will find it very, very interesting. There's lots more data in there. I could probably go on for a couple of hours, but it's rich data that you should leverage, you should share, you should have it in the back of your pocket when you're thinking about, um, you know, just the future and forecasting and staying on top of those trends. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit IamBeyondBarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.